Powering up essential systems. Booting root C slash audio logs. Reviewing previous data cells. Repairing audio files. state there tied up and you have to punch him <laughs> we we as the audience know that you're here for ulterior motives though is there anything right. that you've got a, a teenage son who's been reported to just be kind of meandering aimlessly throughout the city Taryn intends to make the time pass as quickly as gosh dang possible <laughs> and it's clear that at least for now it's just going to be a little bit of a waiting game because if you, if you want a meeting with this resistance movement you're gonna have to wait for them to show up yep Dice, I think we've already pushed these guys to the edge. Act in a way that'll let them relax a little bit. I'm going to be asking you questions because it's quite awkward just sitting here staring at each other. That's how prisoner situations work. I've never actually told this story out loud since it's happened. And honestly, enjoyed every single moment of it. Until I found out that everything I've been working towards was not that. A lanky figure sprint across the... uh the door, the, like the end of the hallway. Run. Um, well, I guess I'm going to have to tackle the kid and take him down and pin him. Yeah. You can't really leave a message on a walkie-talkie, can you? <laughs> if only. Still just waiting for a sign. A message, anything. said you guys were going to contact me did did we did we oh no did rex forget the plan <laughs> no did one Dice has any forget the plan? no one has any plan this is just my new life now <laughs> i forgot why i was here <laughs> we watch we watch the night pass and as the sun rises we we the camera like trucks backwards through a window into this canted building that rex and not rex dyson bravo um and uh, Dahlia and Carter are all in, and the thing that the thing that we like we see as it as it happens is that we see Lucasta uh, come back up the ladder. Uh, Bravo or Dice, like how like when do y'all normally wake up? Do you just kind of like when the sun's up, I'm up, or I I guess when the sun's up, I'm up. When the mission calls for it, I tend to be late for things if it's not uh, completely vital. <laughs> Alright, so Bravo might still be asleep until someone actually wakes him up. <laughs> I mean, I rolled an 11. That's true. <laughs> like a rock. Yeah, so Lucasta comes back. Um, I guess, Dice, you're stirred a little bit by the by the small, like, creaking of floorboards and ruckus as she... She's uh, a light sleeper, for sure. I mean, after the history that you've shared, I, I would expect so. <laughs> yep. Uh, Lucasta comes back up, and Carter seems to be, like, the one who was on watch or something. Um... For this last round, he uh, shakes Dahlia awake, and they all they all go over to to La Costa and have a a, a brief conversation. Uh, do you wish to insert yourself in this conversation, or? Well, I was gonna say, can I hear them talking? Uh, you can hear them talking a little bit. It seems like they they're talking about Dahlia's uh, not Dahlia's uh, Lucasta's exploits last night. Who 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 seems to be uh, able to make it to uh, uh, um, uh, an emergency meeting? 
I'll let them chat for a second, and then I will kind of walk over. As you get closer, uh, Lucasta kind of gets quiet. She stops, like, saying names and, and things, and uh, Dahlia and Carter kind of turn around to to uh, see you approaching. Yo, still here. Um, what's, go- what's going down? Uh, Dahlia says, we've been able to get in touch with a couple of the members of the Resistance. We can... We can have a, we we can get them here earlier. That's that's for sure to talk to you. Um, but it's not going to be until, be until tomorrow. Got to give people time to, be sneaky. All right, that's chill. And I'll go sit back down next to Bravo. Alrighty. I mean, you said I'm asleep till somebody wakes me up. So I mean, basically, I'll go like... <laughs> wake him up. <laughs> what? What are they here? No, it's just morning. Are you still tired? Um, I mean, no, I guess not. Just give me a second. All right, I'm just letting you know. You hear a, a faint whirring as things start turning <laughs> on in my head. <laughs> you you hear the window startup sound? <laughs> yep. I with that, I'm gonna turn back. I do have a question. Yes. Food. How do you get food? Oh, and Dahlia, Dahlia kind of goes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, she. She kind of beckons you to stay down here, and she goes up up the ladder into the third floor. Um, you hear her rummaging around for a little bit, and she comes down with kind of like uh, she com- she comes down with, with some food. It's not like amazingly prepared or, or anything like that, but it's it's, it's things something. that are they're, it's something. Yep, it's it's a, a mix of like kind of like fresh like homegrown kind of greens and some uh, more like dried dried products. It's, it's like this mix between like long-term storage food and stuff that could have come from a garden. Okay. Cool. Sweet. Oh, thank you, guys. Um, I am going to, at the same time, any extra money that I have left over from the funds that I stole from the guards, um, uh-huh. I'm gonna donate to them. I'm gonna walk over to Lacosta and I'm gonna pull it out of my, out of my bag and just be like, I stole this. So, here it is. Put it to good use. Lucasta kind of takes it and goes, thanks. When you say it's, stole it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I stole it off of uh, <clears throat> a dead guard. <clears throat> it's a long story. Huh. Got it upon entering the city. Okay, then. Huh. At, at this point, <laughs> you have better use for it than I do. So She kind of like nods and grimaces at the same time like oh, yeah that, that's that's true so uh you guys you guys said you live here bravo says between crunching on carrots yeah they all they all kind of they all kind of nod um how, how careful is this place of tracking your movements like are they suspicious about the fact that you aren't at home like where i'm from i don't know they they like kept track of of everybody to some degree. Like, when, when we had to go to meetings, we had to be quick about it and, uh, you know, always make sure we, we were at home. Because, I don't know, where I come from, if if somebody uh, doesn't come home for a few days, it's, it's suspicious. Somebody ends up knocking on your door. Are you guys off the grid? Um, and, and Dahlia says, yeah, um, we're... Well, we're, we're here. We're, we are we are off the grid, and we also don't really have a, a door to knock on in that sense. But what does that mean? 
Well, we've we've been here for for a little while. Um, it's not, I guess, new news that we're missing the three of us. Oh, do they think you're dead? And see, she's she's kind of kind of hesitating. That kind of like, how how much do I tell you? Kind of. He goes, I, I don't know. Yeah. If you're considered missing, why don't you just leave? And with with this one, with this one, Carter, like you can see, Carter, he gets a little like a little fiery, a little angry, and he goes, because this city needs payback for what they did to us. All they right, Carter. It. All right. I guess I could get that. Well, I think we're to the point where if we were undercover agents of the guard, we would totally have enough info. So. I think you can trust us at this point. I mean, we were in here with your papers, you know. I'm just excited to start figuring out what we're going to do, how we're going to bring this place to its knees. So, uh, what do we say we start We start talking shop? Should I roll to, to seduce or manipulate? Sure. Nine. Nine is nine is this rough area for y'all. It's this. Hey, you need <laughs> to prove always... what you're. You need to. Is we're not. They they're not going to take you at your word. You got to prove it somehow. As they hesitate, I just sit down. At, is there a table in this room that we're in? Oh, many. Okay. I mean, they're more I, desks just, than tables, but you know what I mean. Because they're hesitating, I'm just going to start without them and hope they get interested and join in. So I sit down and I, uh, I'm like, is there a map? here of the city that we can pull out um oh wait i we we have one i i pull out a map and i'm like okay so one of the main ways the city keeps a hold on people i think is information controlling because because everybody thinks that they they have no no other choice than to stay and be loyal to the leadership so we need to figure out where in the city they control the information from we could go in and I don't know. Do you guys have any like planned, like regular broadcasts the people have to watch? If we could go in and I don't know, maybe infiltrate the broadcasting system, get some information from the people, help them see that this place is messed up and they don't have to live under here. Dice just crosses her arm and kind of like leans back as he starts just like talking. Does uh does that all count as um? Uh, concrete assurance, corroboration, or evidence first. He did just um, pull a map of the city out of nowhere. <laughs> we have a map. We established yeah. that earlier. <laughs> I think we marked on it all the places that had graffiti so that we could find true. this place. That is true. Um, no, 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 I know that we have a map, but like they didn't know we have a map. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I think I think here's here's how it, how it will work, right? So we have kind of like these three pli- three NPCs, and they're all on a sliding scale. And so, like, Dahlia moves from, I like these people, but I don't know how to feel about them, to, I think these are allies. Lucasta goes to goes from, we need to vet these people, to, they could be trustworthy. And Carter goes from, I don't trust these people, to, huh. How did they <laughs> Carter, get a map? <laughs> Carter was present for my entire speech. What yeah. the heck? Carter was also the one that I pulled a gun on. This yeah. Specs. Carter's my favorite. <laughs> I like Dahlia. She's she's my bro. Yeah. So you've you've gotten to this point where you're like you've got one of them firmly on your side. One of them's kind of wavering, and Carter's like, I mean, there's a chance, maybe. I mean, 
They could still be secret police. That's a possibility. But like, maybe they're not. I don't know. Long game? Question mark? Long game? Question mark? I'm just going to turn to them and I'm going to say like, do you guys, I don't know. Do you guys think information is the key? Do you guys think that if we could tell the people enough that they would rise up and stop, stop uh, doing whatever this government tells them to? Hmm. And um, Dolly, Dolly and Luke Costa kind of think for a minute and they go, I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean, there's, we do, we do have, we do have like broadcasts that the state does and those are the only ones that we get. I, I don't, I don't know how we'd ever get in there to change any of that. We do have our guy on the inside. You have a guy Hopefully on the inside? Hopefully he's still alive. Hopefully he's still alive. Are we supposed to contact him or is he going to be contacting us? I think we were waiting until um, until he was firmly on the inside, and I don't know if we said who was going to contact. So I'd say we start uh, we start trying to watch guard movements and figure out sometime when he's on his own that we can that we, we can... can get a message to him. Okay. Yes, we do have a guy on the inside. Hey, do you guys keep track of the guards? Do you know if there's a really big new guard, like a big scary guy that could run through a brick wall. They think that's a figure of speech. (laughs) True, yes, they do. Um, They do think it's just a figure of speech. They know there's a hole in the wall, but they don't think it's because the dude ran into it. Um, (laughs) Lucasta kind of goes, I mean, I don't don't personally know of any of the guards, but we do have, we have one or two uh, members of the the, uh, Defiant Omen of the Defiant Order, that's what the name is. We do have two members of the of the of the order that are in the guards, like maybe they'd be able to oh. know. Okay. Oh, cool. That's nice. So you guys have a guy on the inside too. Good to know. So if we need if we decide that the broadcasting system is the way to go, and we need to get in, maybe just we just need to figure out a way that we could have our guy on the inside and your guy on the inside be the people who are doing security on the broadcasting system that day. That would kind of be... That would probably mess with their cover. It, it might, yeah. So we would have to make... If we were going to do something like that, we'd have to make sure that it was a solid enough plan to be worth it. So idea one, broadcasting. Yeah. I just... I guess I don't know enough about this place yet. Is it information? Is that the key? Like... Do these people, do they control the people mainly through fear of force or do they control them through brainwashing with like false information or, or what? What's going down? What's going on? I'm going to turn uh, and look at the three with us and give them a quizzical look. Mm-hmm. Um, Dolly's going to respond. She's going to go, yes. <laughs> like they, they do all of that. Mm. Brainwashing too? Yeah, they... Um, and she, she, she's getting kind of like ant. Not, what's the right word? It's not embarrassed. It's not antsy. You know, it's it's that kind of that kind of thing when like um you're like you're being you're being grilled about something that you know you did. You don't think it's really that bad, but like it's not great either. You kind of like are beating around the bush. There we go. Uh, okay. Okay. She kind of beat. She's kind of beating around the bush a little bit. Where she's like, I mean, I mean, yeah, they 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 have the um the uh, uh, the areas and the facilities to to do that interesting how does it work um well they uh they they kind of isolate you 
and they they try you're fed a lot of just like new Pittsburgh stuff and it's just kind of oppressive and they've uh, they've tried some more weird ways of uh, doing it oh yeah I have a plus three in weird what <laughs> ne- never mind <laughs> I, I do like the idea that Bravo because he's like part cyborg has statted himself out <laughs> <laughs> yep so okay so when you said brainwashing at first I was thinking like some like technological way of mind control which you know I was wondering if we could turn back on them in some way but if it's just like through psychological manipulation then that's not it's not gonna be something where we can just go in and reverse the polarity of the neutron flow sorry 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 wait that's not something Bravo would say I just wanted to get the Doctor (laughs) Who reference in there it's not something where we could go in there and flick a switch. Yeah, Dahlia, she she goes, yeah, it's 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 not like they're implanting anything in in your head physically. It's all different. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be wild. <laughs> okay, so well, I guess really, Bravo. The question that we should be asking is, what is the resistance doing now? Yeah, but. Uh, I mean, yeah, that'd be a great question, but... I mean, look at these guys. This is only three of them! Carter is slowly taking offense. Only three of them? You mean the only three of them. Dice, we've been waiting for like a day and a half. We we walked in and nobody was here except them upstairs sleeping or something. I'm trying to manipulate them now. Before I've been honest, this is straight up manipulation. Okay. This is this is the whole movement, don't you see? They're they're putting on a show. I don't see, but do I realize? I don't realize that he's putting on a show right now. So I'm gonna. So hey, if you want, so and here's, and I'll just say this: we do have other mo- another move for interacting with people called read a person. It does also work on PCs. Ah, uh, so you can read me if you want. Okay. I, while we're kind of getting into this argument, then I'll roll for read a person. Let's see, that is a six. So I don't think... It says, on a miss, ask one anyway, but be prepared for the worst. I see. Now, how we've handled this in the past a little bit, because I like it this way, is if you fail the roll, the target gets to ask you a question. Do we want to roll with that? Yeah, let's do it. The the idea is that in Dice trying to, like ascertain something leaves herself too open and bravo learns something instead do you want to ask dice is still asking though right i'm just I mean, gonna if, get... i was gonna say if we did it this way bravo you would pick one to ask her oh uh, okay yeah. yeah um the subject becomes the uh, observer yes um um i guess what does your character wish i'd do um about how I would answer that because right now she's just confused about what he's doing um so I guess explain a little better because it just seems like Bravo flipped a switch and is all of a sudden like people are the only people yeah so I'm, I'm just like, like what okay let me spell it out we're here they say they've got I don't know, meetings that come in every once in a while, but it, it, with how long it's taking, 
They've got some lukewarm people out there, but the only real revolutionaries are the ones in this room right now and, and the ones undercover that we can't rely on unless we have to really call for them. Like, Dice, look at them. They're scared. Yeah, but I would be too. That's fair, but we... I'm, what I'm saying is we need to work with what we've got and we don't we don't got any fighters this is this is true but that's also why I want to know what they have what they're planning because what have they been doing okay so I have been this whole exercise has been yeah. me trying to bait them especially Carter into thinking what does this guy know? I'm doing so much. I'm doing all this stuff in revolutionary activity. We're not we're not nothing. We've got we've got an organization. That's what I've been wanting to get out of this is get get them to uh, to want to tell me. Uh, should I roll something for that? Uh, definitely. Okay. I do think I do think seduce or manipulate is the right one for that because I mean you are explicitly manipulating them. <laughs> I'm so glad I have hot highlighted because <laughs> this is the third time I've done seduce or manipulate this session. You're welcome. <laughs> Eight again. Again with the partial success. Hmm. Can I try to help her interfere again? Or I guess I don't realize what he's doing, so I guess I can't. Well, I mean, you, you kind of do realize. I say you kind of do realize what he's doing. That was the entire. Um, the whole. The whole read a person thing. That, actually, wait, no, but you failed but that. I Rob failed asked a question about you. So, yeah. yeah, you have no idea what he's actually attempting to do. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not helping. Yeah, so, bravo. Carter um, Carter kind of gets up in your face a little bit. He goes, he goes, what do you know? Huh? What do you know? Listen, punk. I'm listening. You can hear the cogs in Carter's brain turning, as the D- GMs do as well. Um, <laughs> you can hear the literal cogs in Bravo's brain turning. <laughs> Yeah, Carter, he goes, listen, it's not easy trying to overthrow some kind of government or get freedom or whatever. You just gallivant in here acting as if you know what to do and like you've done this before and like you're an expert or something in this. You don't know what the frick's going on here, man. Okay, about half of what you just said was true. I have (laughs) done this before. This is our job. But we also don't know what the frick is going on. That's true. Because you won't tell us. What... Okay, Carter. Carter. Carter, sit down. Sit down here. Sit down here with me. You are here trying to overthrow this government. And the greatest gift you could be given has just been given to you. A whole... A, a, a crack squad of, you know, revolution helpers just came in we have a success under our belt this isn't our first time doing this i you probably haven't heard of denu funk because this place is so uh you know the outside world doesn't exist but like denu funk is now uh, a free city partnering with eden under the rule of the mosquito king <laughs> yes of course but you know i'm not i'm not mentioning that part <laughs> the mosquito king is benevolent is a benevolent leader we love the mosquito king we love the mosquito king <laughs> Anyway, Carter, I, I, I know you want to be tough, but be, I mean, direct that toughness at the enemy. We're here trying to help you. So, uh, you know, if you, if you, uh, you can, you can either, you can either be part of the revolution or you can 
sit in here doing nothing, holding your greatest allies as prisoners. It's up to you. Thank you so much for all of those who have been listening to this podcast. If you would just be able to go and subscribe on whatever platform it is or share, send a re- send us a review or a voice message even on Anchor, that would be wonderful. We love hearing from you and we love to see your feedback and we want to make sure that you don't miss any of the uh, upcoming episodes. That would be a true tragedy. So go ahead and do that. And uh, I think that's everything. So we'll get back to the show now. Hello, lovely listeners. This is Aaron out of character for a very special announcement. We are about to start recording a second campaign. This one is whole new setting, whole new characters, new genre, new role-playing system, and a couple new voices that you haven't heard before. It's called Spacing Out, and I will be the Game Master. Imagine a kind of Stranger Things meets Interstellar kind of story. So the teens of small-town Aberfield, California, are about to get themselves entangled in a mystery that stretches beyond the edge of this galaxy. I'm super excited. Hope you are, too. And if you want to get your name in the show as an NPC, uh, go ahead and just, just uh, you know, share something about us on social media, and I'll name a character after you. Uh, If you post on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter with the hashtag spacingoutpod or hashtag dystropiapod, I will name an NPC after you. Or if you want to post about it somewhere else, go for it. Just make sure I see it by uh, tweeting it at Aaron Ignota. Just, I don't know, screenshot it and send me a, a direct message or something. But while you're there, give me a follow. I post about the show. I'm posting some cool art that Trenton has been making that's custom to each episode, and uh, I would love to hear from you. Let me know what you think of the show as a whole, and that being said, let's get back to the episode. I want to read a person. Yeah, cool, cool, totally go for that. I actually really appreciate that as a GM because I'm trying to parse Carter as well. Okay, I got a nine, so I get to ask one question. That is correct. Um, and my question I'm going to ask is, how could I get your character to trust me? If you can offer Carter real and tangible safety and stability, then you will gain his trust. Interesting. <sighs> okay, Carter. If, if you want, like, context on that, you kind of get this vibe that his bravado is a facade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so is mine. We're Well, yeah, but... <laughs> we're the same. Um, and if you want, you can just take that information and kind of sit on it until a good opportunity arises. Yeah. I'm just... Uh, I, I had an idea of something to do, but I don't think the rules allow for it. I mean, fire away. We can... Well... I, I, what I need, what I would need for it isn't on me. Um, mm. 
I wanted to psychically show Carter what Eden is like, but I don't think I can do that just through open your brain. I would need to do that through augury. And my augury equipment is in the van. Yes. And also, just like randomly, you know, giving a person psychic visions, not a great way to make friends. <laughs> depending on, you know, depending on your culture that you come from. Yeah, definitely. So, I'm just going to sit on that info. I'm just going to let him stew on what I've said. You can be part of the revolution or you can hold your allies prisoner and hide in a in the wall. It's up to you. I'm just going to sit back. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Cool. As, as we see this like weird, tense conversation with a lot of things under the surface that just aren't coming out, we move over to Rex. Rex, you, um, when you wake up in, in Zamornan, you, you receive orders that you are to uh, go and visit General Dus- You're going You are to report to General Tucson um, in his personal quarters. You're also oh. instructed where those are. This is a great honor, especially for someone who's been here. What is this? A total of... F- this is day four or something? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Rex yeah. is moving up in the world. Moving up. What is is his office or head, you know, wherever. Um, that's going to be like out in kind of the square or... Yes, it is. So um, if you you still have access, it's it, the map should be in the in the Discord, right? <clears throat> should be somewhere in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. In any case, his personal quarters are going to be in the administrative building, which is labeled number eight on your map. Okay, cool. So, relatively close, but in yeah, in that like admin square. So I am walking by. So I'm I'm in the police station. Yes. So you would walk by the mechanics center and the research center to get uh, towards the admin building where you'll find him. I would walk by the mechanics center. What does that building look like? Um. It, so the mechanic center is an old. It's an old fire station that's been. It uh, looks like it's been converted to be more of like a mechanics shop than it is just to like store the vehicles. There's a lot more machinery in there. Um. There's like this metal kind of roofing, kind of an awning that's been attached to the building to extend the like co- covered area, so that there's more space to work on things. Yeah. Okay. And presumably they keep like the big door closed a lot. Uh, most of the time, especially with the, the weather right now isn't particularly warm and the wind is kind of abrasively chilly. And so that door is definitely, it's definitely shut except for when they need to like move things in or out or they're dealing with, um, like incredibly hot hazardous things. Right. Is it a, how, how like guarded or fortified is it? You know, it's, it's got a, it's got a, a, a pretty nominal, not nominal, a minimal, there we go. That's the word. It's got a pretty minimal, like standing guard, um, the like the awning has chain link um, fence enclosing it, so you can't just like easily get in that way. I think there's there's like one or two there's one or two um, guards that do like a slow loop of this of this um, building when it's their shift to do it. But there's really not that many people there. Um, you can kind of surmise that it's because it's literally across the way from the police station. That if anything right. went down, they have really quick access to them. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm going to make my way over to Papa Tucson's house. Alrighty. Cool. So you you enter the admin building and you're directed up a couple of floors to the uh, the personal offices of General uh, Tucson. Now as you as you approach them, you see you see two two um very um heavily built guards standing at attention outside of his door. Um their their uniforms 
pitch black with white accents, and they both of them wear uh, face shields with skulls painted on them. Neither of them looks at you or even acknowledges your presence as you approach the door. Rex is still going to say, damn, nice uniforms, boys. <laughs> uh, you get you get no verbal response. Uh, one of them looks like he might like be very slightly pumping his fist. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so you do you knock on the door? Uh, how do you how do you uh, make your presence known? Oh, I knock on the door, of course. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I guess I should have assumed that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, grab opera and I burst through the door. <laughs> no, yeah. So yeah. you, uh, I knock. Yeah, <laughs> you knock on the door, and uh, General Tucson he uh, he comes and opens it, and he he goes, "Oh, Rex, nice to see you. Come on in." Howdy, Papa. Say, Captain uh, Captain Shanisha left a marvelous report of you from last night's operation. Oh, that's great to hear. I was just, you know, doing the doing my new job. And you've been doing a beautiful job from everything I can tell. He comes in and says, Hey Rex, come, come, uh have have a seat. Would you would you like anything to drink? Uh <laughs> no no thanks. Good job. You passed the test. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, um, so, uh, the tiniest bit of tear forms in Rex's eye. <laughs> the tiniest bit of tear forms. He goes, he goes, okay. If, if you'd like, uh, don't mind me. I'll, I will let myself have one. And he goes and he, he uh, grabs something, grabs a, a bottle from a cabinet and, and a glass. The Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> the rarest vintage now. <laughs> yeah. And he, he does, he, he pours himself, he pours himself a drink. And he goes, there are, there are some benefits to being at the top, Rex. What uh, what you, what you got there? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, are you frozen? No. No, I'm googling. <laughs> Not gonna lie, this exact part of the conversation was made up on the spot. So <laughs> my Google search history is gonna be very questionable at this point. But <laughs> cool, yeah. So um, as 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 me, Trent, the GM, who doesn't know jack squat about alcoholic beverages, um. He's got a rum. <laughs> I don't know. Valid. Valid, yeah. It's something something easily produced. So I guess rum or vodka, but <laughs> something easily produced um kept away from the masses. I mean, does does he say that? Uh, he, you a, you asked him what he was drinking, right? Yes. Yeah. He says, "Oh, this if you is don't a, mind, if you don't mind me asking." Yeah, no, you're good. Cuz yeah, this is it's a uh I, I I dabble in a few hobbies. Uh, it, it's it's really is a, a a pity the rules we must enforce on the the general population to keep the peace. But behind closed doors, I like to experiment a little bit with the old drinks. This is understandable. A, a vintage of my own make, if you would say. Well, it is really all about keeping the uh, everyone else under control. So that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like, are you sure I can't convince you? I'll have to pass for now, Papa. He goes, alrighty. <laughs> that's that that's that's an internal uh, monologue of Rex's right now. Yeah. That's how Rex is feeling. That's how Rex is feeling nice. Oh cannot slip up. The willpower. This, what if it's a trap? <laughs> it could be anything. It could be soda. <laughs> It could be. It's possible. Ugh, so no, the, fin- gonna pass. the finest carbonated apple juice. 
<laughs> no, but yeah, he. So Papa Tucson, he goes, he goes, Rex. When I when I first heard of you, there was a lot of curiosity. You you intrigue me, and I want to learn as as much as I possibly can from you. He goes, do you do you know? Um, has anyone told you the story of how this place came to be? No, I don't believe I've heard much. I, I think that it used to be an older city called Pittsburgh, but uh, that's that's about as far as I know. He goes, back 20 some odd years ago, this city was a desolate wasteland. It was filled with squatters and low life and dope heads and all the like. We came in and we, we spent years, years trying to force civility upon those people that were stuck here, but we were, we were able to do it. Took a long time, but we got it to work. After, after that, it still took five more years of hard work to get the first sign of civilization, this wall that we've erected around the city. Oh, it's a marvelous achievement. Sorry for busting a hole in it. <laughs> he kind of chuckles a little bit and he goes, It's, hey, I'm not going to say it happens because it didn't until you showed up, but you you showed us a weakness, something that we, we need to be prepared for. And for that, I'm extremely grateful. You see, the, the outside world has been trying to wipe us off the, the face of the map for, well, ever since we tried to put ourselves on it. Whether it's the, the Crimson Cobras or the other upstarts trying to trying to use the ruins of our city as a, a building ground for whatever affront to civilization they're attempting. We've been at war longer than some here can even remember. Other startups? Yes, we've... When you have a city, everyone looks for shelter. Rex, it's one of the, the basic human needs. It's even one of the basic inhuman needs. Even animals look for shelter. And we've had to take drastic measures to make sure that they can't seek shelter right up against our walls. Unfortunately, we've had to destroy most of the most of the beautiful city that couldn't fit inside our purview. But Rex, I'm still at war with them. And I'm not content to just survive this war. We've been working with some other superpowers that have pulled themselves up by their bootstraps, just like us. But they're not our allies. Ooh. We need to be able to stand on our own two feet. And Rex, with your arrival, I think you may be able to help us take that step from a city and a civilization that managed to survive to one that could thrive. Oh. See, when I first met you, Rex, and he starts, like, pacing behind behind his desk, kind of in this slow walk as he continues monologuing for lack of Actually, that is the right term, but... Oh no, the slow walk in the monologue. Slow walk in the monologue. Wait, is he the villain? (laughs) (laughs) He goes, Rex, when you... When you broke through our wall with just sheer willpower alone, it proved to me that there is a greater power out there to be harnessed. Rex, will you help me find that power? I I sure will. But what, what power could that be? To be frank with you, I don't know right now. We'll have to figure it out. And we will find it. Excellent. And he goes, Rex, are you... You you walked past the, the research center to come to this building, right? 
I have, correct. And he goes, there we, we should have the tools and the, and the people to figure out exactly what makes you so special. Are you willing to go on a little field trip with me? Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, mm, it's gonna be... What's Rex's internal, like, thought process right now? Um, I think this is the first time since he's broken in that he feels worried. Rex doesn't want to be an experiment. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) But he's still going to have to say yes, of course. I thought his answer was going to be, oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah.